it's the Saturday Friends Club. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Saturday Friends Club. We hang out. We talk about movies and stuff. Sometimes on a Monday. Yeah, this is a weird one. Um, so, hello, everyone. <laughs> hello, everyone. I am Josh. <laughs> hell, everyone is almost right. <laughs> no, <laughs> for this episode, true. Speaking of hell, being in California for the past like a couple weeks. Yeah, it's been a it's been a rough one. Um, basically, the state near burned down. Uh, the area around us was like smoky for a good week. Uh, places got closed, like the radio station that we record this at. Um, so uh, it was. Uh, we are recording a little bit late, so you guys are getting the, a hot, freshy, uh, two days late on your Monday. Congratulations! You know, if it had just only been like raining little chunks of ash for the last couple of weeks, we could have had our own personal Silent Hill. I mean, really, we should have done Silent Hill, to be honest. Like, oh. it would have been a really good... Like, we're going to have to wait till the next catastrophic wildfire. <laughs> Which, yeah, well, we won't have to wait long, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's just... we Ten months down the road, it's like, oh, good, you know, this is what used to be a giant forest and maybe people. I was anyway, gonna, welcome to the podcast. I was going to say, it was like Blade Runner without all the rain. Just kind of a which is kind of a pointless comparison because that was like a huge part of the movie. But, I mean, we were all riding around in like hover cars, and I did get into a fist fight with like a cybernetically altered uh, super being, in just making little like uh, origami yeah. unicorns all oh, over man, the place. I, I was I was Edward James almost for a while. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that seems like a cool way to go. Anyway, I'm Josh. That's Sabrina. Hello. Uh, we got Eric. I'm here. And we got Kyle. <sighs> and uh, we're here to talk about the movies that we watched. It's been a little bit since we've watched these all last week, and we're going to have to recall back everything about it since it's been a little bit. I sincerely meant to at least try and rewatch them before uh, this week came about, but of course, I did not. Real lives <laughs> don't work that way. Um, but yeah, uh, and also the happy post-Thanksgiving, everyone, if yeah. you are of the American... Patreon, patriotage. Hopefully, hopefully you're like, uh, you're like Facebook uncle at didn't get too drunk and start screaming uh, racial epithets at your Thanksgiving. It didn't happen to me. I'm just, that seems like a, a common experience. That definitely is one of those things where if you go to relatives, you're just like, boy, I wonder how much awkward conversation I can push into. Yeah. We, we just avoided it by bringing our cat. <laughs> we just brought our cat to thanksgiving so it's just like oh i have to go deal with him 24 7 sorry did he have a little bow tie sabrina no, oh i forgot to put it on i could see i could see you getting him like a little a little pilgrim hat he has he has a he has another collar that's green and it comes with a a matching bow tie that you can put take on and take off i'm sure he loves that oh yeah oh yeah, he doesn't like claw it ridiculously when he has it because there's just this weird thing on his neck. I mean, he doesn't like it when it's right there in front of him, but if it's not like right in front of his neck, it doesn't really look like a bow tie. It just looks like a bow. Well, you know who else wore bow ties? The Pilgrims. And where were Pilgrims? I don't think they did. I don't think they wore bow ties. They're, they're Puritans. They had they, buckles. That's, that's okay. very worldly. Okay, you know who wore bow ties and buckles and were in the movie Adam's Family Values. Hey. It's a segue. Just go with it. <laughs> it's a terrible one. You're bad at these. This segue is out of bad risks. <laughs> uh, yes, so uh, this week uh, in honor of Thanksgiving and in <laughs> a bizarre order because we are going to Adam's Family Values before going to Adam's Family proper, we're doing Adam's Family Values per Kyle. Yay. 
This is actually my favorite movie of all time. Is it? Ooh. It is. Well, not only just because of, uh, just because it's like, it's typically my favorite Thanksgiving movie, but like, it's just one that I don't think I have any negative memories surrounding whatsoever. <laughs> hmm. So what was your history uh, of watching this? Well, let's see. I can't remember what year it came out. Was it? Was that 93? Like, 93. That's right. Uh, I believe this is actually one of the ones that I got to see with my dad in Colorado. It was probably like the last time we had a really good proper hangout before he passed away and before he even got sick. But um, honestly, that's more or less just it. I just uh, I had a really good time seeing it with my dad back home. Uh, and I really liked the first one when it came out. So, of course, I was really eager to see this one. Uh, Fester being my favorite character, probably because it's played by uh, Christopher Lloyd. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, honestly, that's just it. I got to see it with my dad, and that made me really happy. <laughs> All right. Uh, who else of us had seen it before? I had not. I had, I, on, I only remember it because I, I completely forget what it was I watched on VHS all the time, but the VHS started with an ad for this movie. Mm -hmm. So I always remember, like, oh, this that Adam's Family movie. And yeah. Yeah. I know that I had seen it, but I couldn't tell you a single plot point from it. Um, yeah, I know that I had seen the first one a few times. I know that I've seen this one, but the actual like details completely uh, left me. Sabrina, had you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it a bunch of times. Had you now? Yeah. You I mean... You never told us? <laughs> it's Adam's family. Of course I've seen a shit ton of it. It's like, I've also seen like a shit ton of not just the movie, but the, the original series... And like at that and the monsters were like some of my favorite old school shows which, that I would watch. Which one was first? Adams. Adams Family. Yeah. Okay, so Adams then Monsters. Mm -hmm. uh, did you ever see the animated Adams Family show? Yes. That's, I think so. Yeah. I remember also liking that when I was a kid. I couldn't tell you what it's probably not like now as an adult, but yeah. that's the thing. I thought about that too, and I thought we might have a similar experience with the Beetlejuice cartoon, where we go back and like, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> Beetlejuice. So sad. Yeah, Beetlejuice cartoon did not age well. No. It's just like, look how wacky and zany this is. Whoa! Uh, it was so tiresome. My dad let me watch all that stuff growing up, and then he wonders why I'm so weird now, and I'm just like. <laughs> Dad, think about the stuff you let me watch. Mm. I mean, Adam's Family, Monsters, you... Beetlejuice. Biker Mice from Mars. <laughs> well, he didn't really have any control over that one. Mac and me. We're going to shame Sabrina for this now. <laughs> hey, I mean, we already know what shame I have now after having seen Biker Mice from Mars. I did that <laughs> my first episode with you guys. So. <laughs> it, was a, it was a fun time. Um, oh, all right. Yeah. We're, we're doing the remake, right? Wait. Uh, Let's get in there. No, because we still have to do street sharks. Oh yeah, I'm. Do we? Do we? If only it means we can do somebody can elect SWAT cats. Well, that's oh, I'm. Oh, like, that's a good okay. one. Okay, no, no, hundred and ten percent. I will take that one. Let's let's go completely down gimme, this gimme. road. If we're doing all that, we also have to do. Oh well, wait, like, we're doing all that. Shit. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we can do all that. I was gonna say we, we also need to include uh, the one to two episodes that they actually did of Battle Toads before Ooh. they decided to can it. It was like maybe oh, two or three episodes before they like, that. Nope. Sounds hot. 
Uh, well, God. okay, but if so we do hard. if we do Battle Toads, we have to do Earthworm Jim. Oh hell yeah, we have to do Earthworm Jim. <laughs> then oh Freakazoid. So Freakazoid. <laughs> yeah. All of these are not Adam's family values. Well, no, but see, it takes you down that hole. <laughs> we open we open the '90s Pandora box like really hard this episode. <laughs> oh, and God. I will I will like second, third, quadruple Freakazoid. I've seen it recently. It is still it holds up it, so it, well. It is so well. That's another episode where the entire episode is just like. Us high-fiving? It's just like 50 minutes of us just like, we did it, guys. Uh, yeah, it was so good. Uh, yes. Uh, we are crushing it on the podcast. That sounded more like you were smacking someone's ass, but okay. You know, you have your celebrations how you want it. Yeah, just, uh, you, you do you. Are we doing celebratory spankings now? Is that what this is? It's like a it's like a locker room now. It's like good going, bud. You scored that touchdown. Go team. I, I definitely wish I could have been inside of a boys' locker room. Uh, <laughs> I Boy, as from a personal experience, I don't think you would. Yeah, good. <laughs> but you know what? Other movie had ass, had celebratory ass slapping in it. Adam's family values. All right, well, we'll go with that. Um, so. Let's uh. Yeah, let's... we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> sure. You know what? Well, that's a fine enough segue for me. I don't have. I don't. I'm not picky on this. Um. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about spooky families. Let's talk about getting married. Married for money. Let's talk about how to host a play to to celebrate the American heritage. Let's go ahead and talk about the Adams family's values. Dude. All right, let's see here. The Adams Family Values. That, that intro really just sounded like the, the Harry Potter music. It very well could be. I mean, th this is the point that's actually like... Um, but The Adams Family Values is a 1993 American supernatural black comedy film, the sequel to The Adams Family 1991, uh, written by Paul Rudnick and directed by Barry Sodenfield and features many of the cast members of the original, including Raul Julia. Uh, Angelica Houston. Did I say that wrong? Angelica Houston. And and Angelica Hudson. Houston. Okay. Just says, like the fucking city. H U S T O N. <laughs> Just like the fucking That's city. Houston. Okay, I don't know. You you really? You're from the south. You know how to spell Houston? I'm not from Texas. <laughs> but you're from the oh, south. Come on. Houston is like is like commie liberal. Uh, like little, like a little like no. enclave in the middle of the of real America. Yeah, it's, Austin is way different. Um, Christopher Lloyd, Christina Ricci, Carol uh, Sutkin, uh, Jimmy Workman, and Christopher Hart. Uh, Joan Cusack plays as a serial killer who marries Uncle Fester, aka Lloyd, intending to murder him for his inheritance. While teenagers Wednesday, Reese, and Pugsley Workman are sent to summer camp. Included in the soundtrack is Supernatural Thing, which was a chart su success for Ben E. King. Also, uh, I will save, uh, I will state that there was um, also another song that I wish to, uh, to 
Oh, let you oh. enjoy. We're not uh, going to end with that one? Okay, we can end with that one. I have no problem. We just I'd have like, to remember it's there. Uh, yeah, we definitely was, need to hear this again. It was the credits, so it was memorable. It was unfortunate. <laughs> it's like, do you know how you usually have like a cherry on top or you have a dessert delivered to you and you're like, oh, this is great. This is a great little apper. It's like if they just decided to just like, here's your like, here's your aperitif and it's just like, oh, this is just death. I was I was thinking in te- in in theme with the movie like it's like you know like the, the corpse will like empty its bowels the mo- like <laughs> shortly after death I felt like that's what it was all right that that, that definitely works okay <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and move down this let me get into a I want to say Joan Cusack playing a very subtle performance in this movie I don't know much of her other performances so <laughs> is is she as subtle as her husband I'm not sure <laughs> I don't think you can be I don't think you can be less subtle than him. So, <laughs> according to apparently, according to Danny Trejo, he is the most terrifying person in Hollywood. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Also, by the way, this was Raul Julia's final theatrical film to re- be released in his lifetime. So, the last one he actually saw before he passed. See, everyone hating on the on the Street Fighter movie. That is a fantastic movie to watch while very drunk. So that's a movie you do shots too, for sure. I drank. Uh, I, I last time I watched it, I had uh, red uh, strawberry, like strawberry and bison margaritas. <laughs> and then whenever my friends asked me if I want another one, they'd be like, "Of course." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we uh, really have to watch that oh, at some point. That <laughs> was, definitely, that was the first. Uh, I'll I'll explain it during, but that was the first movie I actually went to see on my own, like without parental <laughs> supervision. Okay. And you went and watched movies after that. You're not just like, "Well, this is it." <laughs> I want in on that on, on that one. When you guys do Street yeah. Fighter, I definitely want in on that. That'll be a fun time. Okay. Plot. Gomez and Morticia Adams hire a nanny named Debbie to take care of their newborn son. Wow, we went through the early part of this movie fast. <laughs> Hubert, uh, after oh. old, older siblings Wednesday and Pugsley failed attempts to murder him. Wow, this is like 20 minutes into the okay, movie. Okay, well, I, there's a couple of notes. I, I, I thought we'd have more lead in, but I want to hit just like a couple of notes right at the top. Go. Uh, first of all, I, I want to talk about Morticia's eyeline in this movie. Perfect. Oh my god, I love it. She, she always steps into it. Too. She always steps into it, and she, it's like it's like there's a car headlights always aimed right at her eyes. You know what it is though, right? What the reference is to? No. That's oh, if you remember um, the old Dracula yes. movies, they used to do that to him that's the too. Glam- that's the glamour. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. I, I also want to talk about like my what my second favorite line in the entire movie is when she just goes like like I was having some I have some good news I'm having a baby. Right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Followed by the, would you like any anesthesia, Mrs. Adams? No, thank you. But do ask the children. <laughs> my, my, my favorite one is, my, like, I just have to say that it's just a little bit later, and it's just instead of line was the one about, they're having discussion of, like, has it been so long since we've been married? Like, yes, the old ball and chain. Oh, yes. I'll go get it. <laughs> yeah. that, got me, that got me really good. I mean, like, the the quotes are so, like, fast and quippy that you're just like, wait, d- d- ho-, like, you're just, like, yeah. well, catching up with them. That's the thing. I think after a while, I didn't really know what to expect going in this movie because this is the first Adam's Family movie I saw. And then I saw this, and I thought I was going to hate this. Like, I hated um, uh, Beetlejuice, the movie. But this is, like, better than the Beetlejuice. Somehow... It beats the Beetlejuice movie in like every possible way. It's very, it's like, it's very sharp. It's sharp, mm-hmm. but it's fun. And like, there's no Michael Keaton character. And, <laughs> uh, what the 
fuck? <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying that they, uh, the Beetlejuice movie did not work. Uh, I forget who plays Morticia in that, or not Morticia. What is her name? Oh God. Oh uh, Lydia. Lydia. I yeah, heard. that's Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Uh, no, pass. And yeah. then also Michael Keaton, like hard pass uh, on in that movie. This movie, everyone basically worked. So. I, and I have to give it up for uh, Christina Ricci because it's like one of her <laughs> earliest and youngest roles. Oh, but she's great. She is so fantastic in this movie. Like, she definitely plays the dark daughter very, very she, well. She is. She's, she's like, yeah, the dark. She's like the dark mother of goth in this movie. And <laughs> yeah. She's so good. She's, she is like the queen of movies like that because she also did like, um, she's done a few like, Theme stuff like I know she did a werewolf one, um, which I really liked. I forget what it's called, I think it was a Wes Craven, and then she also did the Lizzie Borden, a Lizzie Borden series. Yes, she she did a movie and then she did the series. Oh, okay, there was but a movie first. I, I haven't seen the movie yet, I've only I, I've just uh, I've, I looked it up because when I saw her on it, I was just like, oh, I'll have to check that out. It's oh, like after right. their Casper. movie, yeah, also um, in Casper, <laughs> yeah, Casper. And um, may we forget, not forget a uh, other uh, movie that we've seen. She was Trixie in Speed Racer. Yes, I was. Yes. Gonna, I was going to bring that up. Like just this movie, killing it with all the actors and references. Um, oh, Speed Racer was a good one. Oh, anyway, man. still, still amazing. <laughs> but I will movie. say the, the other t- point I wanted to hit is this is a, there is a lot of casual attempted baby murder in this movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, to to give you the the one quote that's at the top of uh, IMDb for the movie <laughs> that gives you just Wednesday exactly. There's a quote from Morticia. Wednesday is at that very special age when a girl has only one thing on her mind. Ellen, boys, Wednesday, homicide. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> She's just so good at like straight uh, facing even, too. Even in the uh, in the emergency room, it's like and the little girl is talking about yes. how the the stork went to the cabbage yeah. patch and then they brought my parents the baby. And just like our parents had sex. <laughs> I love that. That which, was like my favorite. Which I will say, I don't think anyone is more having sex than Morticia and Gomez. Oh my, oh my lord! God, yes. They, <laughs> somehow, somehow, both like I don't know. This is like the pinnacle of uh, of like of just being horny on Maine, but also they are the cla- they are somehow also the classiest characters in the universe. Yes. <laughs> like I want to meet somebody as classy and as horny as this couple. I mean, I, I, no I, comment. I would like to have a wedding that's like an Adams family wedding. Cause I feel like that would be fantastic. Yeah. That it was really cool looking, even with that stupid bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which by the way, Joan Crawford as Debbie. That I was... know it's weird. That's I don't usually picture her as like a sexy person, but she really <laughs> pulled it off. Yeah, no, she and she pulled off psychotic really well too. Yeah. All I'm thinking of is that Blue Oyster Cult song. <laughs> so, so let's see. The lead up to this has said we have the suddenly having a baby, the <laughs> scene where the baby is delivered. We have the baby finally at home. We have Pugsley and Wednesday attempting to kill the baby a few times. Mm-hmm. Just kid stuff, you, you know. know, like throwing it off of a building or you know putting it in a guillotine. <laughs> children, do you think when a new baby comes into the family, one of the other children has to die? Yes, that hasn't been true for years. <laughs> Actually, it's a quick question. But I don't want to delay the plot summary real quick, but like, like what what is the Adams family's deal? Do they have more backstory? Like, they're just like they're just interested in death, and they're like, pl- there's immortal question mark. That that is the big question mark. What are the Adams family? <laughs> there's no de- 
there's no real definition for what they are except for the potentially like undead. Potentially, but they're they're still living, but they're potentially undead. I yeah. mean, and or monsters, because you do have characters like Cousin It, who's obviously not human at all. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that part of the reason it works is because they've never revealed that. Right. Yeah. The, the fact that they have kept that like, no, this is they just exist in this world and everybody just accepts that they are existing in this world. Um, and like there's not anybody that ever actually stops and says, Wait a second. How do you guys just kill each other? And why is there a hand here? And like, <laughs> you know, it, it, they are considered spooky and odd, but nobody's ever to the point of like, wait, you guys are murderers. Well, this one, it's like I'm sure the old <laughs> show is like, ooh, they're they're a spooky weird family, but it's like, but they're like killing each. What's going on? Well, back then there was a very big push for like the classic monsters. So this right. was around the age of like the mummy and you know uh, Nosferatu well, and all they, that. They were. They had just re um, like re-released the, all the yeah, Boris Karloff. Yeah, they basically had re-released everything around that time that they came out. And so they were really big. So around that time, you see, you know, the Adams family, the monsters. You see a lot of stuff that are monster themed around that area, such as stuff like Scooby Doo and things that are all like everything it's, is centered yeah. around monsters. It's like it's like wholesome, spooky. And it's like, oh, what if what if it was Leave It to Beaver, but they were they were monsters. You know, it gives us the monster mash and you know yeah. all, all the other <laughs> and, relevant things. and and the graveyard smash. Thank you. Um, but anyway, go, go whatever on. happened to my Transylvanian twist? Sorry, uh, I had it. <laughs> I, I'll, I won't delay the plot summary. Anymore. All right. Uh, let's see. Unbeknownst to him, Debbie is a serial killer who marries rich bachelors and murders them to collect their inheritances. After Debbie seduces Uncle Fester, Wednesday becomes suspicious of her intentions. In order to remain undercover, Debbie tricks Gomez and Morticia into believing Wednesday and Pugsley want to go to summer camp of all terrible things. Uh, they are sent to Camp Chippewa. Uh, Chippewa. Run, Chippewa, thank you. Uh, run by the. I listen. I was. It has been stated that I cannot read. I just attempt. Right. No, you're, you're functionally illiterate. <laughs> yeah. We got it. Uh, run by the overzealous <laughs> Gary and Becky Granger, where they have. Uh, they are singled out. Uh, by the counselors as well as the popular girl Amanda Buckman. Because they're basically Nazis. For the macabre dress and behavior. Joel, a nerdy bookworm who also does not fit in, becomes interested in Wednesday. Oh, I'm the, I, I'm the Jerry Lewis as a child character. <laughs> I need my little no, thing. No, Glavin. <laughs> I'm he asthmatic. He's really good looking now. Oh, is he, is... He's the guy from Numbers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, is, is this like a Jaleel White kind of thing? Mm, no. Oh, I mean, wait, wait, wait. We're talking about the, uh, the little... We're talking about Sonic. He still looks kind of nerdy, but... Contain yourself over there, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the cute curly hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was also in um, Serenity, the movie. He was the dude with the radio station planet or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember him. Yeah, yeah. And he was also in that math show, which was a math show. Numbers. So, of course, I didn't pay attention. <laughs> It was yeah, math. it was math. It's evil. It's math. I just watched it because he was cute. <laughs> All right. Uh, Debbie and Fester become engaged at the ba- their bachelor and bachelorette parties. Debbie is horrified by the Adams family. On their honeymoon, she tries to kill Fester by throwing a boombox into the bathtub, but the attempt fails. Yeah, so they're just like immortal. You can't really kill them, and they enjoy. And they like they they have this kind of masochistic like, yeah. Though at the end, there definitely is like the implying of like, oh, well, you just have to try really, really hard to kill them. I don't know. 
I also I think it's interesting Chris, seeing like Christopher Lloyd without his like insane like crazy hair is very weird. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, let's see. Frustrated, uh, Debbie forces him to sever ties with his family when they try to visit Fester at Debbie's mansion. Uh, they are removed from the premises. Which there's also another fun quote here that I actually found. Oh, please uh, say it. <laughs> it's so worth it. It's the best line in the whole damn movie. Uh, let me see if I can find it. That's more Morticia Gomez. So, Gomez, I have to find you. You are just here. Stalling, oh, stalling. I know, this is great. Come on, IMDb. You had it before. Okay, you have enslaved him. You have placed Fester under some se strange sexual spell. Which I, respect. I respect that, but please, <laughs> may we see him? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. Oh, that's great. Uh, wait, wait, the one that... God, it comes shortly after that one. But, oh, yes, you've gone too far. You have married Fester. You have destroyed his spirit, and you've taken, all, you've taken him from us. All that I could forgive, but Debbie... Pastels. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Adams are alarmed to find that Pubert has transformed into a rosy-cheeked, golden-haired baby. Uh, Grandma Adams diagnoses this as a result of the disrupted family life, and Gomez becomes depressed. His room is also changed as well. It does. What? What? It, what was it? It was like all dark and creepy, and then it was like all bright and whites and like princessy looking. Oh, in mm -hmm. pastels. Yes. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at camp, Wednesday is cast as Pocahontas in Gary's saccharine Thanksgiving play, hence the Thanksgiving theme. Mm -hmm. uh, when she refuses to participate, she, Pugsley, and Joel are forced to watch upbeat Disney and family films, specifically Disney, which is <laughs> a great call out. Because was this a Disney movie? No, it was Paramount, which I don't think was Disney. No, it wasn't. Yeah. So they just called out. There's like, oh, another company, and yeah, they're we'll like, oh no, Disney. They can afford it. <laughs> How will Disney's reputation it's ever the Adams survive? Family, they they're not normal. So afterwards, Wednesday feigns cheerfulness and agrees to take part in probably the creepiest part of the film, where she smiles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the fact, the one of the girls is just like, she's scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I do like this. The, the, I thought it was funny the 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 gag of like they're all they're doing like the canoe like you know day on the lake at the camp and they've got like Adam's family striped black and white swimsuits. Oh mm -hmm. yes, this was a yes. nice touch. Yeah, that very was cute. Like nineteen twenties appropriate kind of swimsuits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like old old school. Uh, let's see. Uh, during the performance, she stages a coup, capturing Amanda, Gary, and Becky, and setting the camp on fire. She, Joel, and Pugsley escape via canoe, and Wednesday and Joel kiss. I got like a. I, I was happy to see people posting that that scene a bunch on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's because like she, they, it's like this dumb kids play about Thanksgiving, and there's like singing and dancing, and she basically turns it into a speech about like them like like we should just murder the pilgrims. Pretty much, yeah. Which you know, good advice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't don't trust the don't talk to the white people. It's like you have destroyed our land, you have befouled our waters. Just going on. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, no, I can agree with that sentiment. Don't trust white people. Yeah. Don't. So ever says trust the room white of person. white people. No, I mean it's just it's it just that's how it is. Uh, so Debbie tries to kill Fester by blowing up their mansion. Debbie thinks she's finally killed Fester, but it turns out he actually survived the explosion. <laughs> 
Uh, after this, she pulls, pulls a gun and tells him she does not love him and is only interested in his money. Thing intervenes and Fester escapes. Fester apologizes to Gomez and Wednesday and Pugsley return, reuniting the family. Debbie arrives and uh, ties the family to electric chairs, explaining that she killed her parents and previous husbands for incredibly selfish and materialistic reasons, while the Adams listen with sympathy and compassion. <laughs> I think you could have trimmed a lot of this slapstick at the end out. Maybe a little bit. Like, um, I, I actually... Well, go ahead. Well, I kind of like the setup to this, because the setup actually happens in the very beginning of the film. Does it? Yes, because remember the skate that thing is skating on? Oh, right. And then he, like, pushes away and then runs off? That's the skate that the baby lands on later. Oh. I don't know. I think that was a pretty cool setup. Uh, Upstairs, Pubert, who has returned to normal, escapes from his crib and is propelled into the room where the family is being held in a crazy Rube Goldberg machine style of way. (laughs) Uh, Debbie throws the switch to electrocute the family, but Pubert manipulates the wires and electrocutes her instead of the family, incinerating her into a pile of ash. And what I can only, my only complaint is, is like the record-breakingly slow travel of electricity that I've ever seen. Or the most record-breaking slow travel of like the Adam's family it's moving at like at significantly sublight speeds <laughs> i mean it's that much energy it has to go slower that's how energy works yeah. oh yeah totally <laughs> uh months later at pubert's first birthday party fester laments debbie's loss but becomes smitten with another nanny dementia uh at the adams family graveyard wednesday tells joel that debbie was a sloppy killer and she would instead scare her husband to death as Joel lays flowers on Debbie's grave, a hand erupts from the earth and grabs him. He screams while Wednesday smiles. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is, is that Joel at this point is sporting like yes, the, the, he looks the like little Gomez, he looks Gomez like, yeah, mustache. Yeah, oh, it's so cute. They are so cute. It's kid, yeah, it's always cute when the kid has like a John Waters mustache. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because like even like when when uh, Wednesday left the camp. They they did the thing that her parents do where one of them says caught him well he says Karamia and I forget what the hell she said but it's the same thing her parents do. It's not Mon Cher and then Karamia is it? I think think so. Yeah, yeah, that Mm -hmm. sounds about right. Yeah, which I thought was really cute and funny that he would know to say that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. (laughs) This is adorable. He likes her so much. (laughs) Oh God, yeah, it's. (laughs) <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Go, just backtracking for just a second here. But one of my favorite moments was also that point when um, uh, she caught the bouquet mm-hmm. at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said, it's not binding. And then the drag queen, like, uh, woman or whatever that was standing behind her is just like, tramp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was funny. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> this movie had so many wonderful moments uh, in it. Just the yeah, and the dialogue is snappy, and it's, it's yeah, it's so well written. It really, really felt like it was an original adaptation. Like I can't remember, did the original creator have anything to do with the movies, or were they long gone when this came out? I have, I have uh, no real clue if that's if that is the case. I'd have to imagine it was something that they picked up and just started working I mean, on their own. He was. I mean, the Adams family started 
fairly early. It was, like, it was a comic, wasn't it? So it was based on The Addams Family by Charles Adams, uh, which was, let's see if he is anywhere inside of the rest of the credits. I don't see it right offhand. Oh, I, I did remember. I, I, I spotted... Uh... Uh, Charles Adams passed in 1988. Ah, oh, I was four. <laughs> I, I spotted a, a, a celebrity cameo in this movie, which I'm sure he was... I don't think he was anything at this point, was um, uh, Tony Shalab is one of the sailors in the... Oh, yeah! That's oh, right! Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. the monk yeah. dude. Yeah, I saw him. I was like, yeah. Yeah, that was him. I always, I, I always knew him as Monk and um, the arms dealer from Men in Black. Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have any idea how much that stings? But and then he gets his own fucking show later. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, so in some interesting points, you mentioned it earlier, but uh, Morticia was lit up differently than everyone else. Essentially, yes. they put the single band of light over her eyes and to give her that kind of sensuous always, look. She always stepped into it. If, if she wasn't sitting and it was already there, it was where she would step into. <laughs> Uh, let's see the as we said Wednesday in Pugly swimsuits are circa late 1800s and early 19 or uh, 1900s Victorian era uh, wear. Uh, let's see. I, um, I enjoyed. Uh, I mean, uh, Lurch is played by um, how do you say his name? Uh, Carl uh, Strucken. Strucken, a uh, very tall individual. Uh, he is uh, Luxwana Troy's. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Manservant in Next oh, Generation, Mister Hum. Yeah. Mr. yeah. A man of few words and of great height. That seems to be the only thing. I don't think I've ever seen a movie where he actually says anything. Um, he's in. He's the. He's the giant in season two of Swin, of Twin Peaks. Oh, it's been yeah. a very long time since I've seen, seen Twin Peaks. Yeah. So well, he, I thought in Adam's Family he does say yes. Yeah, he has like he, he's, that. I mean, his whole thing is like he has, yeah. he says like one or two things. He probably has like a. He probably doesn't like talking that much. Maybe <laughs> I'm just recalling him. totally the way he is in the movies. Just the when the cannonball lands on his head, he like goes down maybe an inch, and he's just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and just keeps on spraying the house. <laughs> was, and then and then, uh, and then uh, Nathan Lane shows up briefly as one of the police officers. <laughs> I like oh good, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I always like Nathan oh, Lane. Oh yeah, because the. Uh, they went to him. Yeah. That's right. I like Nathan Lane. He's funny. He is funny. I like I him. I always get Nathan Lane mixed up with uh, Patton Oswald just because of their, <laughs> the pitches in their voice, oh. and that's just, literally it. Just a, Nath- like, I just think Nathan Lane, Timon. Yeah, that's probably the easier way to remember yeah, it. Patton Oswald is Puma. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ratatouille. <laughs> yes, that would, that would be the correct Disney link. Uh, let's see the other pieces on this. Uh, the song Lurch plays at Fester's wedding is Sunrise Sunset from Fiddler on the Roof. Aww. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, interesting enough, Carol Kane, who plays Grandmama, is almost a year younger than uh, Angelica Houston, who uh, plays her daughter Morticia Adams. <laughs> uh, and um, I, I always think... remember her iconically for Scrooge, the Ghost of Christmas Present. Mm-hmm. I just always remember her for that role. Oh, and uh, let us not forget that there's this. Kick it. Oh, yeah, party time with oh, the Adams fans. This is so bad. <laughs> not since, not since, uh, oh, I turned it off, like, well, it just began, like, all right, I'm done. Who did this song? Uh, it's, it's the original, like, group tag team. 
Are you serious? Yeah. This I is mean, so bad. So which which credit which terrible credit like inexplicable rap version is worse, this or uh, Speed Racer? I like I like Speed Racer better than this because Speed Racer like I can like like there's still a little bounce to that, but this is this is just like listen, okay. I will defeat you with this bad music. <laughs> like this is just this is just a, a terrible repurposing of an existing song. Uh, something like for a movie with with no like like no black actors in it. <laughs> that is true. Just it's just you know. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. Guys, what's hip? How can we make the Adams family hip? Yeah, how about we or get? How can we just ruin the very, very end of the movie? <laughs> yeah. Everything was good up until that point, That's and that. I can almost always forget it until it plays, and I'm like, oh yeah. Oh right, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this, this somebody made this decision. Somebody thought this was a great idea. It is the Atlanta Falcons of endings of movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, that... All right. Eat shit, Lana. <laughs> As a fan of them, yes, eat shit. They are awful always, but I love my damn awful team. So it does sound like, the, though, from looking into this movie, like, not only apparently this movie ha- was, like, a horrible experience to make and didn't make any money. Uh, let's see. So its budget was $47 million and its box office was $48 million. Wow, that's a one million dollar profit. Uh, but that does never includes marketing. Yeah, yeah. That so. make that does make me sad, but I th- I feel like it's more appreciated now than it was back then. Yeah. Now, granted, they probably were thinking that it was going to be a runaway success, like the original, which had a budget of twenty five million and had got a box office of one hundred ninety one million. Whoa, a considerable okay. increase. Yeah. yeah. So this is yeah, that was kind of and apparently I think the shooting schedule and just I'm sure the makeup and everything for this movie was a nightmare. Yeah, well, I mean they went kind of, they went double the budget and got like more or less like a fourth of what they originally got. So Ooh. yeah, it's bad. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, as we said, Adam's family reunion is bad. Uh, I I just pretend it didn't happen. It's easier that way. Yeah, it, it's got like a. Three on Rotten Tomatoes. A three? Well, no. Okay, let me see. Adam's family. Yeah, this will be a good little thing. Adam's family reunion, starring Daryl Hannah, on IMDb has a three point nine. Let's see what on Rotten Tomatoes it has. Oh, not value. You just got to do this. This is the great part where everybody gets to listen to just me dead, just typing. Dead air, which I wish was spookier and more fun for an Adam's Family episode. <laughs> dead air. Dead listen air. as we as we access a common web page that you at home can view at any time. A 33%. Ugh. There's Ugh. worse, but it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. It's currently equal to the Predator movie coming out. I love Tim Curry, but he's not the right kind of like bo- like suave bombast that I think Raul Julia is channeling here. Yeah, Raul Julia is unstoppable. Yes, he is a force of nature in I, this movie. I love him in this movie. I love him in Overdrawn at the Memory Bank, the the, the movie done on Mystery Science Theater. Yes, 
He is <laughs> he is an amazing in Street Fighter. He is the person oh. owning that role as much as possible. But Tim Curry always has a little bit of just always regardless. There's a little bit of Frankenfurter coming out no matter what. You're just yeah. like hello. <laughs> And he's always going to the one place that has not been corrupted by capitalism. Space! Bears! I, in legend, though, he's really one sexy motherfucker. Well, let's do, let's fucking do that movie. Yeah. We can all get, like, our Chardonnay on and, like, watch that movie. All, all I'm going to do is be like, I would have said yes to that demon lord. I wouldn't have said no. I would have been like, put that dick in my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how who could you, refuse an offer you like sounded, that? You sounded like you were going for some like some sort of innuendo, but you're like, no, no, screw the innuendo, just go all the way there. Me, meanwhile, I'm just here very... just like spinning my wedding ring, going like, okay. <laughs> you know what? He's been in my life since I was a child. Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you want to re- you want to rework this sentence? I would let it. I would I would allow said actor to have sexual intercourse with me. <laughs> I, 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 I apologize because like I, I had to put my notifications off because I got a work thing. But are we talking about Tim Curry? Yes. <laughs> We're talking about legend. Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> because I also want that dick in my pussy. Yes. See? <laughs> been... There's no innuendo needed. You just no. need to say it. That's how much you want it. No, no, I I mean I knew that I was gonna go far the first moment I was like a child and thought, man, I wanna get by the devil. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. That, yeah. Tim Curry is legend. Is de- that is the definition of gay, isn't it? Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, I was... I, that's textbook. Tim, <laughs> Tim Curry in legend or David Bowie in labyrinth? Ooh. I'm sorry. Ooh. I mean, I do love David Bowie, but it's the devil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he was so hot. I was, I'm just going to say, like, I, I, I followed this... There's a Twitter that where they would show, like, old, like, paperback book titles... And one of them was called, like, it was like, The Devil is Gay. (laughs) Nice. I mean, it's just, you know, he he looked so glossy and shiny, and he had big, big black horns. <laughs> and they were large. I do, they were, they I do were wanna, so large. I do want to point out that on that book cover, it is it is like from the fifties, and it's like painted. But the devil does look like uh, Adrian Brody. Huh. huh. <laughs> Interesting. Just just putting that out there. Uh, but yes, this. Where were we? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I think that takes care of us. We've done everything from this, explaining a really good movie to the awful credit music that is included. It's it's a fun movie. If you li- this is a movie, I think if you went back and watched like for funsies, you would not be disappointed. And this and this gets the Eric seal of approval. Yeah, I was, I, I was pleasantly surprised that I, I I I laughed very much in spite of myself. Some of the lines that were, you know, it's like, they're so corny, but it's just like they hit the note right. It's not like Beetlejuice from just like Michael Keaton, go back to Gotham, please. <laughs> also, don't like whatever. Uh, Sabrina? Uh, yeah, it's still really good. I think it's a good watch, and it's not so bad that you couldn't watch it with your children because. I obviously watched it as a child. Oh, yeah. I think this is, like, even, yeah, yeah, like, early preteen, I think will be fine. What was it, PG-13? Uh, I would imagine it's so. I've just closed out of everything. It's, it's oh. at worst some, like, sli- some like suggestive language. I yeah. mean, in like, the, yeah, PG-13. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're strong, strong sexual innuendos and, and whatnot. But, but when you're, like, under 13, you don't fucking understand it anyways. Yeah. 
Yeah. You just watch that shit anyway. Ironically, like... the, ironically, the podcast of discussing it is a higher rating than the than the show. Yes. <laughs> this podcast will talk about the devil's dick. <laughs> it's a hot topic. <laughs> I know that place is at my mall. <laughs> ah! um, oh. All right. Well, that takes care of us for uh, this episode. Uh, we have uh, successfully navigated the <laughs> the Thanksgiving feast. We've come back the other side, and we are now barreling down on the season of holidays. It's starting to get cool out there. And you know what? We need to start it off with the first of the holidays that are coming up. Not Christmas. No, let's forget about that. Because yes. there's one religion that comes first oh, in December. God. And what is that? That is Hanukkah. Oh, awesome. We got a nice Hanukkah-related movie for you. <laughs> this, is, this is not at all a Hanukkah movie. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a movie for about... I forgot about... we had watched this stupid movie. Uh, oh, come on. So, uh, uh, you know... it's so, oh, come now. Well, it's a Jewish come. movie. So... Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You want butterfly, sugar, lady. All right. So, instead of you doing whatever that guy's song name is, uh, what, what's the movie that we're doing? We are watching the movie Pi. The oh, Darren, life. the Darren Aronofsky movie. Oh, Life of Pi. I've heard of that. No, there's fewer tigers in this one. Oh, oh no, this is that black and white one. Yeah, this is a this is a weird one, guys. All right, sweet. Thanks for doing this to us. This is a terrible holiday movie. <laughs> But it's still, it's it's what you're getting for Hanukkah this year. I asked specifically, like, do we want to do something funny or do we want something more cerebral? So I went with cerebral. You sure did. Yes. Um, so my mortal enemy. Math. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that'll take care of us for this week. Uh, go over to satfriendsclub.com, satfriendsclub on Twitter. We have Patreon at patreon.com slash sat. Sat Friends Club, where you can get the early episodes. You can get uh, all the great stuff that is released over there. You get to hang out with the friends. we got the Discord group. And uh, next episode, as said, we are going to get a big, thick slice of pie. <laughs> we're going to get some coffee at a coffee shop, and we're going to stare into the spirals that, that, that form within. Going to get a damn good cup of coffee and some pie. Yep, and some samosas. Yep. All right. Uh, that'll take care of us. Uh, we'll see you next week for more Saturday Friends Fun. Till then, sleep well, everyone.